and then you go on your drive and then anyone that gets in your way you just put the foot down electronic wireless show it is episode 57 i'm brendan uh, and i'm joined this week on the 29th of august by dave Irwin. hello how's it going dave yeah it's going well it's going very well indeed uh some exciting things from gamescom that were announced so uh yeah things to look forward to yeah we did a gamescom special last week it had four people on it so now we're taking we're taking it easy with two people and just kind of chilling out a bit just chilling out post gamescom yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, did, what what excited you just out of interest like out of gamescom um it was mostly the stuff that we'd seen before so um things like cyberpunk 2077 and sekiro um there's a fair few smaller indie games that have been announced um sort of more recently um and yesterday we had that announcement for streets of rage 4 which um made me all giddy in 12 as um six years old again (laughs) this is good this has brought us right to our topic this week which is not gamescom um it is uh the remix we want to see There have been so many remakes. Far too uh, many remakes. Yeah, so recently, Onimusha Warlords just got announced yesterday. So did Streets of Rage 4, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, on- Onimusha, man. The thing about that game is, if they're going to remake it, they need, or remaster it rather, they absolutely need to make it so that there's a toggleable option for whether you use tank controls or not, because my god that game has not aged well when it comes to the controls i, I don't think any of them have if <laughs> they're tanky control games um, no absolutely not but um i think they sort of realized just how bad it is for that frantic uh fast-paced action for that particular game so when they got to the third one they were like yeah let's just have it one-to-one movements on an analog stick or whatever and that was really nice to play. So I'm hoping this gets a similar treatment because, dear God, the tank controls really don't work with that game. But it's a great game um, and highly underrated. And I'm glad to see that Capcom have realized that it exists. Uh, for anyone who didn't, I guess, didn't catch the Onomusha horse when it first bolted. Oh, yeah. It was like a... 
the only thing I remember it as being is Resident Evil, but it's not Resident Evil. It's in feudal Japan with samurai. Uh, yes and no. I mean, it definitely shares a lot of the same DNA. Um, like there's a the the set scenes in each of the uh, each of the uh, parts of the castle that you were exploring uh, are all fixed camera angles, but you've also got much more frantically paced combinations of moves and uh, combat in general is a lot faster and it's more like a standard action game. Um, and it had a bit more of a campy charm to it, like even more campy than uh, Resident Evil was, which, uh, I mean, that was pretty campy in itself. It always has been, but Onimusha just felt like a parody of itself like it, it didn't take <laughs> itself way too seriously um and part of that was helped by the uh the voice acting in uh one or two instances there's like I will, i'll never forget the guy uh there's a, a guy who's basically a skull and he's just really disappointed that you're a human and you've turned up and you're just here to wreck his day and yeah, but he's just a sad, depressed skull. Well, he's not really sad and depressed. He's sort of weirdly cackly about it. So, um, it deserves to be up there in the pantheons of really bad voice acting, um, ju- just because of how diabolically bad it is. But it's sort of amusing bad, as opposed to, oh God, why, why are you, why are you talking? Shut up. <laughs> So it's kind of along the lines of, uh, it's kind of along the lines of Resident Evil One style voice acting. Yeah, I mean it's a tiny bit higher quality than that because it's obviously an, a much more recent game than uh, the original Resident Evil was, but it was still pretty, pretty odd voice acting choices. Let's put it that way. Um. What other things uh, are being remade? Loads of things. Shenmue was recently released. Final Fantasy VII is getting the re-release treatment. Resident Evil 2 was shown off at Gamescom. That's getting re-released. Mm. There's a whole bunch of things. Um, I don't get why people are... Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to go off on a rant now. <laughs> this may take some time. I need to get this out of my system. You it's... need to get your Shenmue oh. disapproval out of your system, I've heard. Oh, God. Here's the thing. I respect what Shenmue did in the 1990s. I will always, always say that with regards to Shenmue because I realise my opinion of Shenmue and indeed Shenmue 2 is always going to be wildly unpopular. But Shenmue, the original one in particular, is not a good game. It's a tech demo. And but it's got so many people in it, and they all walk around. Yes, but dear God, the town is boring. It's it's like walking around in, I don't know, Slough or something. Um, I'm sorry to anyone who's listening from Slough. Um, but I worked there for like two years, something like that, and... It was a what, depressing in Shenmue? Play. No, in Slough. In Slough. Um, 
But I worked there for t- uh, in uh, Slough for two years, and that it just reminded me so much of the humdrum um, flow of just how sleepy and boring <laughs> and dull this uh, the town in the original <laughs> Shenmue was. Like the most exciting thing of that particular game was the arcade machine. And that's purely because of Space Harrier and Super Hang-On being playable in their original arcade forms. I will always say that the one thing Shenmue got right was having an immersive arcade experience with <laughs> particularly Space Harrier. Like it, it scored so a lot favorite, of brownie points. Your favourite thing about Shenmue was the fact that you could play a game that wasn't Shenmue inside of Shenmue. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> This this doesn't feel fair because I've never played the Shed Moves, so I don't know. I can't I can't defend it or or even think like talk about it in a intelligent okay. way. I just have to take your word for it. Have you rubbish. played Have you played the Yakuza series? Uh, I've only played a little tiny bit of Yakuza Zero, not enough uh, to know what's going on. Okay, that might be enough though, because Yakuza Zero. And indeed, the Yakuza series in general is always seen as the sort of spiritual successor to Shenmue. Um, it's not the same. It definitely has some major differences, but they're both set in the 1980s. Uh, they both feature punching pe- uh, people in various capacities. Like in Yakuza, it's usually like street thugs and things like that, whereas um, Shenmue, it's it's very sporadic and it's generally towards the end of the game where it's just like okay we've we've had enough of this just just carry on um just let me get to the end of the game um but it also has a lot of the sort of charm it has the arcade machines the the one thing i liked from uh Shenmue. <laughs> um like Essentially, it's a uh, it's a detective game. It's not a point and click, but it's sort of the same DNA almost. You've got to go around all sorts of places and um, talk to people, get information, and eventually you get a part time job as a uh, forklift truck driver in the docks. Um, I, I'd say spoiler warnings, but the game is like how old now? <laughs> Twenty not years even old. Sure nearly 20 years old so quite frankly if you've not played it now uh well you probably won't have much interest in it but the 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 remake like i i get that the remake needed to happen because shenmue 3 is coming it, it did need to come eventually and people have been asking for it for years and they've now got it which is great because it means that that rampant fan base can stop whining about it. <laughs> but, so there we are. There, the, the, Dave's harsh takedown of Shenmue just to write out the start of the, the podcast. I'm, I'm sorry to start on such a negative note, but it is dull as pig. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about um, the games we do want to see get remade. So yes. Shenmue, that can go that can go on un, unmade. That can go in the sea, as far as um, I'm concerned. Let's 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 think about oh, something sweet. One one small caveat. The second one is better, but only because the story is more interesting. Right. 
You, you just, you've thought about Shenmue way too much, man. <laughs> For someone who doesn't like that. <laughs> uh, right, what do, we, what do we want instead of Shenmue? Um, go on. What, what, I've, I've only got one game that I really, really want. Uh, the rest are kind of like not that in, yeah, good or interesting. So uh, I was thinking about this and the... I mean, the games that I really wanted to come back have both been announced literally yesterday. So um, the only other one on my list that um, from way back when that I've always thought, you know what, this definitely needs some more treatment is Shining Force. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. Um, no, what is Shining Force? So Shining Force was originally a... The Shining series is a big RPG series from uh, from Sega way back in the Mega Drive days. And originally it was sort of a first-person RPG, and then they made Shining Force, which was a sort of tactical RPG, um, and probably one of the first to come over to the English-speaking countries. Like, Fire Emblem was doing things in uh, Japan, years and years before but shining force is sort of the mega drive equivalent and they've seen re-releases on various sega collections over the years so you can play shining force one and two right now on pc um which is great but then they did something with shining force three uh which was for the sega saturn where they translated the first part badly and then they didn't bother releasing parts two and three because the Saturn was basically a dud. Classic Um, video games. So fans have been translating parts two and three and that's commendable and everything. And what I really would like is for the entirety of Shining Force 3 to come to PC. And that's purely because, well, I liked Shining Force back then and I played part of part th- um, the third one and liked what I saw, even though the gra- the graphics were really primitive. So I uh, think uh, it's made by the guys who made like various like Mario Tennis stuff way back when for the Game Boy Advance and things like that. So um and I'm not sure they've done any other um any games outside of that apart from Shining Force. So Do you wanna do you want it to be remade like in a really faithful way? Or do you want, say, some other developer to come and turn it into either slightly a different genre or whatever you said it's like a is it turn-based strategy yeah turn-based strategy so would you for instance like the developers of into the breach to get their hands on shining force Ooh, um i think that it would need to be a complete overhaul of the art style because that was okay back then but it looks really bad now but the actual mechanics and uh how the game plays and all that is 
worth actually going back to. So maybe a graphical overhaul, but using the uh, the same or at least similar mechanics that actually fit with how the original game is. But yeah, absolutely. If um, if guys making into the breach were to do that, then absolutely they should do that. Um, and Sega seemed pretty happy to let anyone take some of their long-standing vintage licenses these days, so why not? Uh, well, they let the modder was it modders of Son- Sonic modders mm. uh, do things with Sonic Mania, so yeah, why not it seems let, to have worked for them. Why not let Into the Breach have a go at Shining Force? Mm. Uh, shall I tell you mine? I'll tell you my big one. Yeah, go on then. We've kind of almost hinted at it because we've talked about Onimusha being remade and Resident Evil 2. But where is, where is Dino Crisis? That's what I want to know. Oh, man. Where is Dino Crisis? Where is Dino Crisis? That, that's a very good question. Um, I feel like... Uh, I think this is probably one for both of us as well. Uh, Dino Crisis, I almost feel like if they're make, remaking the other ones... It feels like it's probably only a matter of time before they bash out something, and it might just be kind of a lightly done thing, uh, a remaster with like better graphics and not much else changed about it. And here's the um, thing: like dinosaurs are completely in vogue these days because of uh, Jurassic World and the fact that that's become a major, uh, fr- you know, series of films now. Uh, and even got a few games. So here's here's the bigger question: is because this is probably a series we both would be happy to see come back. But do we want Dino Crisis one or two to be remade? Oh, I'm going with two. I'm oh. just putting that out there. Two Why? was better. Just because it's better. Just because it was um, Dino Crisis one was basically Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. It was still like scary. It was like. Um, it was tense there were big bosses that were hard and stuff like that it was very much like a survival horror with dinos which was the one with the T-Rex that hounded you throughout the game I don't remember there was a Dino Crisis 3 that came out for the Xbox but I never played it and it looked terrible that Um, was basically dinosaurs in space so so that's definitely jumping the shark there but th- oh. this is this is also Dino, Dino Crisis Two was um, the one that um, it led into that kind of spacey future f- future nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was way more arcadey. You had like a po- a scoring system, and if you ran through an area blasting Velociraptors, basically, you would get you know thousands of points, thousands of points, and all the points would add up, and you could spend the points in a certain way, like it was almost your currency or whatever. Um, and uh, buy new guns with that and things it was much more fun and like fast paced and just a bit sillier uh i would like to see that one get remade but i would be happy enough if they did it completely differently like a really over the top first person shooter in the style of new doom or something like that i would be happy if you could play as a dinosaur in the new dino crisis um, yeah but maybe that's like a reboot rather than a remake yeah i think that would be a reboot but that's fine because like you make it its own thing and you make it just completely off the rails 
absolutely crazy, which was always the point of Dino Crisis. Um, I think that would work really well. Um, with Dino, Dino Crisis 2 ended in the most ridiculous way. <laughs> it was proper time travel nonsense. It was like, did you go to space? You got sent to the future or something weird. Um, it was very, very daft. <laughs> what What else do we want to see? I've written down Yoshi's Island, but I don't know why. Uh, I think that's been remade. Has it? Yeah, on the 3DS. Okay, it's I'll called strike Yoshi's, that out. It's called Yoshi's that out, New Island. Uh, it was terrible because it was just not great. Oh. Um... I've got written down uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert. Ooh, okay. Um, and, it, and it's purely because I just want to see the newest crop of actors um, that are, you know, going around just putting on fake Russian accents or um, camped up uh, sort of British intelligence style accents and things like that. Um, and I always enjoy the act in it. Oh, um, I would read Tim Curry to come back. Was it Tim Curry who was in the other one? It was Tim Curry. He, uh, unfortunately, he's got some kind of uh, debilitating illness now, which means that he's essentially not able to. So, which is a shame because I thought his his take on the Russian premier was (laughs) comedy gold. There is that clip of him saying, we're going to the only place that capitalism can't get us. <laughs> Space. <laughs> and Space. He's, 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 he's visibly laughing as he says it. <laughs> um, in terms of actors I'd like to see, I um, what's the name? The, the guy who is... Uh, who was Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. Oh, Charles Dance. Charles Dance. I would love to see him in some kind of British general role. Just, that would just, be excellent. Just war-weary and fed up with everything. That's almost... That's so bad because he's a really good actor. He is. <laughs> but, but if you got him to ham, really ham it up and be purposefully a bad actor, it would be even better. Indeed. Um. Oh, who else would I? Hmm. Who Who would you get as like the Russians? That That's the main question. Uh I'm not entirely sure. Maybe we can ask to ask our Twitter followers for that one. <laughs> who would they okay. like to see? If you If you know who should play as who should play anybody in a remake of the Red Alert, any character, email us or tweet us. Uh, our emails podcast at rockpapershotgun.com and we'll we'll maybe read it out next week and say oh yes this person says um who what's his face man from batman gary oldman should be should be the new american general Mm. even though he's english but that would still work because he does an american accent like almost no other brit can do it so absolutely Hugh, Hugh Laurie as British or American though as Russian as Russian <laughs> you know what I can get behind that 
yeah. I can, I can see that. I can actually see that happening. Uh, what what else? I've got I've got Sunset Riders. Um, Ooh, okay. Which is that old arcade game about being a cowboy, and you basically you can be up to four players. I think. Uh, I'm not sure. Is it four or two? It's just I like kind of two. a side-scrolling shooty game where the bullets travel very slowly, and you have to kind of dodge them and shoot people in diagonal and stuff like that. It's it's very hard. Um, I thought about this. Uh, it could be it could be a fun still 2D action game, but get rid of the like the plane, you know, the moving plane. You know, mm. uh, I, I don't know how to describe that. You know, the Streets of Rage style plane of moving your character up and down, like f- into the screen and towards yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I'd almost get rid of that for Sunset Riders. You almost don't need it. Well, just make it a two D platformer. Just make it a two D shooter platformer thing, really, really fast. Okay. Um. Uh, and I thought about this. If you're gonna make an FPS one, you basically got Call of Juarez Gunslinger and that. So that's already. I feel grasped the spirit of Sunset Riders. <laughs> uh, um, I've got down here. Um, Sam Max hit the road. Just flat out. Just redone, like remastered, a bit like how um, Double Fine have been doing things like Full Throttle and things like that. Um, and I think Tim Schafer has uh, said that he wants to do it as well. So um, either that or Greg Wright, I can't remember which one of the two I spoke to who said that. But um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, I've got one that's a bit left field and possibly a bit. Uh, vomit inducing depending on uh, uh, how people play it X-Wing versus TIE Fighter but in VR okay okay you know that makes sense that makes perfect sense so you just um, have like the standard flight sim style controls that uh, that you're used to you, you could either even have some kind of like special joystick or something just to fully immerse yourself um, or you use the um, the various controllers that you get for VR. Just sit down and move it around, and then fly in your X-wing or Tie Fighter and blow up the rebel or Imperials. Yep, I think that's probably the most sensible suggestion we've had so far. <laughs> it's straight, pretty straightforward. Um, um, anything else? Uh, I've got, well, I've got two more ideas more than anything else. Uh, the first one is uh, the Shinobi series, which were the yeah uh, the other Yuzo uh, Koshiro music done ones. So the guy who did compose Streets of Rage, I think he also did uh, the Revenge of Shinobi and all that. Um, but basically just a return to form for Yuzo Koshiro's music and all that, um, just just to sit, listen to all that, um, that style of music again, um, in a game would be incredible. But Shinobi was always a bit of a, a bit of a bugbear of mine because um, I could never get past the second level when I was really really young, and then years later I came back to it and I was like, yeah, this is really easy. Why did I have so many problems with this? <sighs> Um, but 
like they've done remakes of Shinobi in the past. Like there was one on uh like PlayStation Two, which was a three D action thing where you had a big red scarf and you did oh, yeah. wall running and stuff. And that was okay. But it was no like Revenge of Shinobi or Shinobi Three, which were the really really good ones. But would you like the de- the person or the developers who make you know those N games or N plus who are running around jumping around as a ninja trying to avoid? Uh, so you're just a little stick man ninja trying to avoid big bombs and things. Well, it was more of a methodical platformer more than anything else originally. So you just go through levels, you uh, throw ninja stars at ninjas that come in. It was, you know, fundamentally it's quite a basic platformer, but... That's what I mean. Would you like the AN plus guys to get their hands on Shinobi and try and make a platformer out of it that way? I mean, I'm not familiar with their work, so I'd have to reserve judgment on that, but I mean... It's another Sega property, so why not cool. give anyone a chance? <laughs> and a lot of you just want to give the back catalog, back catalog of Sega games. And my last one is anyone. also one as well, technically. Although my last one is probably the most left field one, but there are multiple reasons why I think it could be possible, and that's just arcades in VR. So, do you to, mean as in like going into an arcade, having the arcade machines and playing them in VR? So, let, let me let me prefix this with <laughs> an explanation. So, um, Sega recently uh, updated their uh, Sega Games Collection on PC with a VR mode where you get to sit in your bedroom and you play games in VR and you see the TV. Yeah. And I tried that out the other day, and I thought to myself, hang on a sec, they're missing a trick. Why don't they just make a a VR arcade where you basically play House of the Dead with a light gun using the VR controls? Oh, yeah. That is a good idea. (laughs) And then you don't... uh, it gets rid of two problems. First of all, arcades like generally just degrade, right? They're fossils now in terms of the parts. They're all wearing out. The light gun games in particular, the little lenses that uh, determine the accuracy of your gunfire are all bent to the side due to just kids smashing the guns when they're not uh, when they're getting game overs because a zombie bit them in the face. Um <laughs> That's part of the appeal of an arcade, though. I'd want that recreated in my VR arcade. You know, like you pick up a gun to shoot the zombies in House of the Dead and the laser points off and fires at completely different things. <laughs> I mean... I'd want a claw uh, machine that you can never win. The, the only way I would accept that is if it disturbs someone else's game. So, like, you're, <laughs> shooting some, uh, you're shooting something in House of the Dead and all of a sudden the next arcade in front of you, there's, like, gun splats or something. Um, they could make it really fun if they did that. They could they could make a whole new game out of that. Like you start in an arcade, you're playing House of the Dead on the arcade machine, but then the zombies come out of the arcade machine, and now you're playing in the arcade. You're shooting the zombies in the arcade. Oh no! Exactly. That could um, be like its own its own mode, and it would be you know 
it would still be the same polygonal zombies and like really really terrible graphics and all that and uh equally bad voice acting of the people who are like uh running away from the zombies in this arcade as you're sort of standing on one spot and shooting i think that would be a great mode cool um but you could extend that to other games as well like uh, i don't know driving games or um old style arcade games with the traditional um like button layouts and things like that um and there was and it's not just sega you can have like namco and um oh what are the other ones konami and all those old arcade games that have been forgotten and left in the past and you know fondly like, remembered like by people scope. who was yeah exactly you could have silent crazy scope taxi. and crazy taxi yeah um i mean it would be an expensive setup and um and all that but th- certainly for like light gun games which were you know, it's especially popular in the 1990s. Um, all those old style of games. Like, you can even have the more modern ones, like House of the Dead 4 with the Uzis. You just have the, um, uh, like, the Vive controller or the Oculus Rift um, touch controller. And you just do it that way. Um, and so it, there you are, the developers. You need to get on this. You absolutely do. So I think go. it's. Come a, on. It's a missed opportunity if you don't, and it would be a great use of VR. Um, do you want to play a a, a game right now? Oh, a game right now? A game right now. All right. So basically, I'm going to read out a, a remake, a proposed remake. And it won't be by the same developer. It'll be by a completely different developer. Okay. Um, and I'll read them out in pairs, and you'll have to choose one. So you can only have one of each pair. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Let's start. Uh, would you like to see Croc made by From Software? Or, okay. <laughs> or Solitaire by Kojima Productions? Oh, Croc by From. That I I can just imagine some really twisted stuff, and they're like, the butt splats are more than just a, a t- an attack that you just whip off. You, you you'd have to. I don't know where I'm going with this. Carry on. No, I I no I I feel I feel it would be it would be Croc, but really dark and terrible. <laughs> It would be like he would go into an underground city. It would be built on stilts and made of crumbling rotted wood. Because it's still a platformer, but it's a platformer like Blight Town. <laughs> oh, no. So the Gobos have that, uh, already have that um, sort of 30 miles stare in their eyes. Um, yeah. The... And they, they give like a dry chuckle every time that you talk to them. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, yes, you could go dine. You could go down to the frosted lands. <laughs> horrible. Okay. Um, so you wouldn't want Solitaire by Kojima? No, not really. Just think. Like, of I don't a get classic, A classic relaxing game of cards. Only every now and again it's interrupted by a really long rambling cutscene. 
about how the kings and queens are corrupt. And there's like a shadowy organisation of jokers who secretly determine which cards come up. I'd just get bored. I'd I'd be like, let me click the damn card. I just (laughs) want to play a quick game. Okay, so Croc Croc wins that one. Uh, um, What about this? Final Fantasy VIII by Paradox Interactive Studios. Or Half-Life by Concerned Ape, the developer of Stardew Valley. Uh, okay, so Final Fantasy VIII by Paradox, or um, sorry, or was ha- the ha- half half life half life by, by Stardew Valley? Yeah. Hmm. I think judging on the fact that I just can't envisage the latter one, I'd have to say Final Fantasy VIII by Par- um, done by Paradox, just because I can imagine. Um, like eight was the one with the universities and things like that, wasn't it? Yeah. So I can imagine some kind of weird university simulator where everyone's dealing cards, uh, for that silly little card game that got wildly popular in that world. Mm. Um, and then stuff happens with trains. <laughs> that sounds like a paradox game. It really does. Um... I, I imagine it as as you play as the the empress in Final Fantasy VIII, and you have to manage your you have to like rule your land, but also there's a group of young insurgents who are trying to, you know, cause trouble, and you have to carefully manage your empire's finances while you also deal with your new time travel powers. That's basically Dungeon Keeper with Final Fantasy elements. Ah, uh, maybe the Dungeon Keeper people should do this one. Hmm. Well, if they still exist, which they don't. I've, I've, Half Life by Concerned Ape is very straightforward. I've written a, I've written, I've written like a synopsis of what it would definitely be. All right, I'm, I'm intrigued. You are left your grandfather's internationally renowned physics lab, Black Mesa, in his will, and must fix up the broken down facility and make it good while making friends with local aliens and marrying your favourite Special Forces soldier. Very straightforward, isn't it, really? Yeah. Surprisingly so, actually. So knowing that... I didn't even which, think of that. Which one do you want? Um, I think I still like the uh, the idea of Final Fantasy VIII with like universities and trying to organise either silly card games or your empire. Okay. Do you want this is good. Do you want Carmageddon by the Euro Truck Simulator developers SCS software? Or do you want or do you want Command and Conquer Red Alert but made by Zactronics? Um sorry, who is Zactronics? Zactronics are the developers who make um Opus Magnum and uh, Shenzhen and Infinifactory. And various other very difficult puzzle games. Okay, I've not heard of any of those, so by default, I probably have to go with um, the first one. You want Carmageddon by Euro Truck Simulator developers? I can imagine that being basically like Euro Truck Simulator, pretty much. Um, just take away all of the fail states and add a load of the blood, and that's basically the game. 
This is what I, this is where I'm undecided, right? I don't know if it would be a really serene drive from one end of like a, a post-apocalyptic United States to the other end, or if you would want to include the running people over bit from Carmageddon. Like, how much of the how much of the Carmageddon do you carry over? I think you have to at least get some of the Carmageddon stuff over. Like, yeah, it's tasteless, but it's kind of the point. And I think if you didn't have the whole running over people thing, considering like there are games that are far worse than Carmageddon now. So, like if 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 you just had, you know, the the same Euro Truck Simulator, yeah, you have to, you know, start the engine, reverse into your thing, couple your um, trailer into your truck. <laughs> You have to do all of that stuff, and then you go on your drive, and then anyone that gets in your way, you just put the foot down. (laughs) And then you can always just turn around and quip that how they should just look both ways before crossing the road. Um, I I I think that 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 is a simpler concept. Like I I'm I'm curious as to what the um. Zactronic, did you say? Yeah, Zactronics. Um, and Conquer making si- making red alerts. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. But so their their games are normally very uh programmy puzzles. Like you have to program a machine to do a certain thing in time. To I don't know. One of them is like you make alchemy machines. So you make a machine full of all these cogs and wheels and switches and things that turns lead into gold, for example. Um, so I imagine Red Alert would be, you. Yes, you have the control of the of a huge communist army who seek to rule the world by force. But you know your military can't really function without very good logistics. So you have to do logistical puzzles to make sure that the right amount of infantry are sent out. Okay, that's that does seem silly, but I know. I I just think the Euro Truck Simulator style uh, Carmageddon is a bit of a cleaner design. I think you're probably right. Um, okay, here's your last your last pair. Alright, I'm ready. Do you want The Sims by Telltale or Gone Home by Ubisoft? Hmm. See, with Gone Home, you can just make a mashup with Grow. Um, was it Grow Home or the uh, the thing with the little robot? Oh yeah, got 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 grown home. Whichever one it is, and you just make a mashup of that. Um, which, I mean, it's pretty much the same game anyway. Um, just that it's a very light um ex- exploration sort of affair. Whereas um. Sorry, remind me of the first one. The Sims by Telltale. The Sims by Telltale. Uh, well, they've done Minecraft in Telltale form. So I can just imagine, you know, you, you, you're taking one person in one little humdrum Simulonian town and you suddenly he get uh, he gets a proposition to move on up in the world and becomes a, a corporate... Um, dog's body and 
his wife is disappointed by the whole thing because it's not what he uh, it's not the man he used to be and or the woman that she used to be this raises um, some questions though right because practical practically speaking are is the dialogue here going to be normal you know english or whatever language it's localized to or is it going to be in sim speak still with with subtitles uh sim speak with subtitles and way over the top hand gestures <laughs> so that they'd be flailing all over the place and shouting at each other and getting uh you know slapping each other when uh, having arguments or they'd have arguments uh, over like whether to get the nice bookcase or the hot tub yeah and, and you know if you get a... if you get the hot tub it'll say oh jonathan will remember that and then uh well i think jonathan would more remember the wahoo in uh that came later on from that so uh but um yeah and then you can have it all end just by having de- uh, like the sentient player just walk everyone into the pool and then remove the ladder. <laughs> the classic, the classic. Uh, it's the only way any sim game ends. You uh, for for gone home. You went the complete opposite direction from me. You thought you said it would be like grow home, so it would be the, the little robot from grow home. It's only because yeah. the names are similar. It's exploring a house. No, it, it would make sense. Grown home, um, but uh, I just thought of it as being like you know, young woman returns home. She discovers her house empty, but she's wandering around collecting clues to piece things together. Um, the mini map is in the corner. All the objects have waypoints attached to them, and there's towers everywhere. There's the the, the staircase acts as like a, a lookout point. The game lasts like fifty plus hours. Um, and there's still nothing otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> there's still there's still no enemies or anything. It's just it's just ubied up. Everything's ubied up. Um, there's microtransactions. <laughs> uh, so you want you you want which one of those did you want? Uh, I think just because of the fact that um, the the narrative that we created for it, the the Sims by Telltale would be hilarious. Okay, <clears throat> so there you are, listeners. You've got four new remakes to either get working on if you're developers. Yeah, Telltale. Or, or get, to dream about. Telltale really do need to get on that because that would be gold. From software, when you're done with Sekiro, Croc, all right? It's a big, it's a big franchise. You'll get a lot of loyal buyers. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> there will. Cro- it was a very popular would... game for PlayStation One, wasn't it? I rented it. It was all right. It wasn't wildly popular. I mean, it was slim pickings at that point. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I revisited Croc, and it really hasn't aged well. Yeah. Um, I mean, they remade Crash Bandicoot, and that hasn't really aged very well. Yeah, but that was a lot more. What's the term? Fondly remembered. Yeah, it was a mascot. uh, Whereas Croc, like Croc, appeared on the Saturn as well. So, not. Do you think he's tainted by that association? Not so much tainted. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, Shinobi was also on the Saturn. (laughs) And the less said about that one, the better. But 
Um, well, they they went with the silly Mortal Kombat real person thing um, for the sprites and on a two D game, and it looked ridiculous. But um, I don't know, Croc. It had a sequel. It wasn't good, and the first I one. Think- I think he deserves another chance, and I think from software are the people to do it. <laughs> All right, if you say so. <laughs> uh, what else? So we're going to do Final Fantasy VIII and Carmageddon as well. But yeah. They are made, they are made by uh, Paradox and the Euro Truck Simulator developers, <laughs> respectively. I really want to see Carmageddon by Euro Truck Simulator people. I, I, ju- just in the same style as Euro Truck. Just with added running people over thing. <laughs> oh, it'd be so bloody. It would. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Let's uh let's see, what do our readers think? Uh we asked our listeners what games should be remade and how should they be remade? Um, and I posted this question with a, a picture of Dino Crisis so that they all understood what they should say. But many of them didn't say that, so I don't know what's happening. So, first person just said TIE Fighter with VR. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, Thank um, you very much, uh, Martin De Bruin. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dune 2 by Paradox. That's a fascinating idea. Yeah, that would work. That would work really well, actually. And it's definitely within their um, uh, sort of viewpoint at the moment because of the... Was it them that did... No, I always get this wrong. Is it Surviving Mars that they did? I don't know. I'm not sure. It feels like it feels like them, but they might have, you know they're publishers of everything. So it's more the I always get it confused with a board game called Terraforming Mars. Terraforming uh, Mars is the board game, yeah. Yeah. So Surviving Mars is Surviving the video game. Surviving Mars is the video game, yeah. So yeah, that would work, and I would like to see that. It might be uh, better as a mod, though. As a mod maybe? for what? As a uh, mod for Surviving Mars, the June uh, two mod, maybe. But we'll see. Uh, Alvaro Thalassinos says the longest journey because it looks like crap uh, for modern standards. Yeah, um, I think our John, John Walker would be, I don't know, would he be keen for a remake or would he be happy to leave it alone? I'll have to ask him. Mm. Um, uh, uh, someone's put Jet Set Radio Future. Um, which... Why Future? Because the original one has been out on all platforms for a while and Future is only available on Xbox. Fair enough. Um, I'd, I'd second that, actually. Um, that's a good shout. Um, Keith McBaker says, Knights of the Old Republic, with newer graphics, interface, quality of life improvements. Uh, Sorry, I, I should like, be yeah. crediting people. So the June 2 on. one was uh, Skin uh, skin Spazzy on Twitter, and uh, Ollie on uh, Twitter said Jet Set Radio Future. Thanks, Ollie. But I disagree. <laughs> um, Why do you disagree? 
just out of curiosity. I disagree because I'm ignorant and I've never played Jet Set Radio Future. I just like the older one. Ah, right. I disagree out of willful ignorance. Uh, Charles Williams says chess because it needs more RPG and legacy elements. <laughs> I mean, chess has famously slow end game, so mm. probably could work. Yep, could work. Um, oh no, on Twitter says burning rages, um, and then says I mean burning rages battle royale. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we could put battle royale to the end of any of these. Yeah, pretty much. Chris Litch says time splitters. Oh yes, and wasn't weren't the rights acquired for Time Crisis not that long ago by someone? Uh, time splitters, yeah. Um, who was it? Uh, God, THQ Nordic was it? Them might have been. I think somebody. I'll link to that. Somebody did get the rights to Time Splitters and to Second Sight, which was the other. Uh, a game that made by the same people, hmm. uh, Free Radical. Uh, so, and I think they do plan to do something with it, but they haven't really said much. And those plans might change. So, who knows? Um, John Softcheck also says X Wing versus Tie Fighter uh, with VR support and Hotel support as well. Which, yeah, I can see that. Um. <laughs> There was one other one. Oh yeah, uh, Cannon Fodder. Uh, Andy Hawks on Facebook mentioned Cannon Fodder. Um, that game I really enjoyed as a kid. I'm not sure how you could update it because it was quite basic. But you'd have to have the Mega Drive names because all uh, all the Amiga names or just a, a mod to change up which uh, which set of names you have for which set of people um, just because they were all wildly different but I do have a couple of people here saying um, cannon fodder as well on top of other things I don't even know what cannon fodder is um, so it's an old Amiga game that was ported to quite a few <laughs> other places so I played it on the Mega Drive originally and it's essentially a squad based uh shooting game from a semi top down perspective yes yes i have played it i remember it now it's yeah. by the guys who did sensible soccer uh-huh i um, get it and it's it's a good game it like, is quite fun still fun um my thing with that is i'm not sure who has the rights to it now um, oh, we don't. We don't even care about that. But it's it's more of a case of um, the fact that I think some Russian developers did a cannon fodder game like years ago, and it tanked badly because oh they just didn't update any of the mechanics or anything like that. Um, so I'm not sure how you would do that, but hey ho, it's a hypothetical at the end of the day. Except. Uh... For- Except for X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, because so many people are saying, right, this needs to be done in VR. Nick, uh, Nick Stavrianides, I don't know if I'm saying your surname correctly, sorry, uh, suggests Turok, uh, which 
did get a re-release recently, didn't it? It got remastered, I think. One of them did. I think so. Not sure. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing a reboot of Turok. Just to kind of... Again, I'd want to see the dinosaur being a playable character. I feel like the- there's not enough playable dinosaurs in video games. We like to shoot them. We like to ride them sometimes. You know, but why why don't we want to embody them? Why wouldn't you want to embody the 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 greatest beasts that ever lived? You need to play Jurassic Park on the Mega Drive at some point, if you can, if you can find it. Um, well, I, I played The Lost World on PlayStation, and that let you play as dinosaurs. You could be a you could be a a consub, con, what are they called? The compies? I don't know. Compsagnathus. Uh, is that the one with the fans? On little the ti- no, the little tiny one. It's like a chicken. Oh, right. You had to play one of those in the very early level. It was like, I want to play as the Velociraptor, I want to play as the T-Rex, but actually you're just this little chicken-saurus. Well, that, funny you should say Velociraptor, because you do play as a Velociraptor in the Mega Drive Jurassic Park game. Ah, see. Um, you can also play as the, uh, as, what's his name, Grant? From the original movie? <laughs> Um, oh yeah, yeah, but no one does that. Everyone's just the Velociraptor because dinosaurs are cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know about Turok. I'll be honest. Um, I think you could redo Turok, let you play as a sentient dinosaur rebelling against humanity, um, collecting a bunch of other dinosaurs into their freedom fighting fold, mm. and give them big guns. Make it fast and silly, and just have just have a wheel of a time. Have them all speak dinosaur like roar and stuff, but give them subtitles similar to the Sims Sims speak <laughs> idea. <laughs> and uh, that that's it. There you are, video game made. Yeah, done. Print. <laughs> gone. It's gone gold. It's gone gold. Send it to the reviewers. Um, have you got any more ones you like the look of, or shall we just call that a day? I think those are the ones that leapt out to me. Uh, some people are saying Arx Fatalis, with a dishonored vibe. Lex John Lund says that, uh, which I think is probably something a few people will agree with. Uh, just refreshing, just in case there's been any others, but I don't think they have. So. Yeah, I think those are the ones that stood out to me. Oh, here's one more just for good measure. All right. Um, Retro Eno says, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but remade by Moon Studios, the developers who made Ori and the Blind Forest. So you could imagine Mm. Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but the art style completely different. Not no longer. So the problem with that one is technically... It's already been like remade by Konami, but they did that in 2009, 2008, something like it's that. It's all right. We can have another one. But it's fine. How many times has Burnout been remastered? Yeah, that's true. Um, but what I would say is, would you keep the bad voice acting? Mm, I think that would be up to Moon Studios. Hmm. I mean, it would look beautiful regardless, though, so I'd be absolutely a- for it. And they know what they're doing with the genre. I think it would be fine. It'd be fine. But we're gonna say yes to that one. Yeah. Just worry about worry about the details later. Yeah. 
Um, okay, cool. I think I've, we should wrap that up. Um, thank you very much, listeners, for suge- your suggestions. Uh, if you have any suggestions for themes that we can do in future or other topics we can talk about, um, please do email us, podcast at rockpapershotgun.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook at rockpapershot. We're on YouTube as well. Um, there's a whole lot of Gamescom stuff is going up uh, there. For instance, uh, footage of Mountain Blade 2's new campaign and stuff like that. So if you want to catch some Gamescom stuff, look at that. I'll also put a link to Gamescom, our, our written Gamescom coverage in the uh, in the post for this. So no worries. Um, Dave, thank you very much for coming on. No worries. And th- uh, thank you for having me. Um, and if anyone is stuck on Monster Hunter, there are a lot of guides. So That's another that. point as well. Dave is our guides person. So not only do you write about like the kind of everything you need to know posts that sum up everything about a certain game. For instance, Sekiro. Yeah. We've got a big, big post about everything we know so far about Sekiro. And um, Cyberpunk as well. That Those are Dave's work and Monster Hunter guides. And I think you've done a Rainbow Six Siege one as well. Yep. Uh, extensive one for Rainbow Six Siege as well. So they um, are massive, expansive, really detailed things. I don't envy your job at all. Because <laughs> you have to know so much, and I know so little. It's a, it's um, a hard process, but I get there eventually. But yeah, so do check those out if you're struggling or just need to know what a type of dinosaur leather you need for your new boots. Indeed. Is that something you do in Monster Hunter? I don't know. It's close enough. All right, that'll do. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Please tune in next week again. Um, Bye. Ta-ra.